0: And body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in.
1: We started our businesses hoping for one thing and getting another, right? Like you had all these hopes and dreams of the 5k months in the first six months or retire your husband as the social media phrases go and so much more. But what happens when life happens and you can't show up like you thought you wanted to? Or what happens if you're in the middle of a business that looks way different than you thought it would, even if you feel you've been doing all of the quote unquote right things. If you can relate, this episode was made just for you.
0: And first up, I just wanted to welcome you to join us over in our growing private community, The Thriving Mompreneurs, where you can stay connected with Veronica and I, but we also want to connect you to each other. So jump on in there, make a friend, and leave us a comment.
1: Today, we are talking about how to pivot, how to look at the logistics of your business and think, I can't keep going in this direction. I have to make a change. You're not giving up. You're not necessarily burning the ships and starting over either. Instead, you're planting your feet firmly into the garden you've been growing, but you're doing it differently this time.
0: Yeah, I feel this one very deeply because I'm sort of in the middle of thinking about a pivot. So um, I thought it would be, you know, great to talk about in case there were other listeners out there that are experiencing these same thoughts and just wondering, oh my gosh, can I do this? What do I do? Where do I start? And this episode isn't going to be you know, do all these things and it will exactly tell you how to pivot. It's more just like get the wheels turning, get you thinking about what you want and why you want it and help you to begin to make some of those decisions. So we hope that this is really helpful. And the first thing that I was kind of thinking about and where I'm at personally right now is thinking about, you know, if, if you're thinking about a pivot, what? why don't you make one? Usually it's out of fear, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I
1: mm-hmm. put
0: all this time and all this money and I told all these people I'm doing this thing and I'm all over the interwebs like saying X, Y, Z and um, all of that stuff. And I would encourage you to take what you're afraid of exactly, each individual little thing and break it down because fears are usually rooted in something that's, you know, I don't want to say it's not important, but it's it's easy for you to upend the the fear and realize usually that they're they're silly in a way, right? Um, you know, because it's totally right. okay and normal to try something and decide that isn't for you. I've done it a lot of times, and I talk about it a lot with my kids, and um, you know, on social media and other places. It's I like to say it's all data, right? It's all just things you now you know this thing didn't work. This thing did, and all of those data points kind of move you closer to your goal and where you're trying to go.
1: Mm -hmm. I always like to use the um, shadow analogy whenever we're talking about fear, because if you have like this object and you shine a light on it and you can't see the object, the shadow is giant, right? That's our fears Um, because they they feel so big in the moment. But then if you walk closer and you reveal what's behind it, you're going to see it's actually a mouse. And so, really, as much as, I mean, feelings and and fears are, are, they're all data, like you said, right? We don't want to ignore them. We actually want to expose them and figure out what it is exactly that we're afraid of. And so, you know, for a lot, a lot of times, like, and at least for me in business, a lot of the fear often stems from either comparison or um, expectations that I have that I'm not being like real with myself. And so when I peel back the layers and I'm like, okay, here's like the actual fear. And here's actually what's happening. It's like, oh, like everything becomes way more clear. But because you're looking at this big old shadow, it seems like it's too much at the time. So you really just have to take that time to reveal what it is that you're really looking at. Look, at, look looking at the facts instead of your feelings and realizing that, you know, once you have the facts, you have data and you can move forward. Fears are just kind of keeping you stuck where you are.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the things that I is probably been, it's probably going to be the biggest work of my life, like of my interpersonal self is mm-hmm. disconnecting myself from all of those emotions because I I grew up in a very emotional home and I became a very emotionally driven individual. And it's really hard to unpack that and like really move out of that space. Um, so it's just one of those things that like I now know about myself and I'm now learning how to you know, I, I would agree. Like I tend to my fears tend to be around um how I'm perceived and mm. whether I'm perceived as successful or or not. Um, yeah. and I put that on myself. I don't think most people care if I'm successful, to be honest. Right. Like who the heck cares about <laughs> that? That's not me. I like my family I'm providing for, but I think, you know, it's easy to get like wrapped up in the emotion and the shame and all of these like negative places if you're telling yourself something and backing Mm -hmm. out of what you're telling yourself and asking yourself the question like physically stopping the thoughts and saying wait a minute Mm -hmm. is that actually true the thing that I'm telling myself and you know because when you're thinking about a business pivot it's like is it true that this thing is or isn't successful and you Mm -hmm. get an answer is it true that I like to do this thing or I don't like to do that thing? Yes or no, you know what I mean? These are very easy questions to answer in some ways. So, And it'll bring you closer to figuring out exactly what you want and whether a pivot is even necessary. Maybe a pivot isn't what you're looking for in Mm -hmm. like, I'm canceling my whole business, I'm going this other direction. Maybe the pivot is around how much time and effort you're putting into one thing or another. You know what I mean? Pivots can look different, I guess.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I, I am hoping it's okay to segue into this next point because I feel the reason that we do or don't do things is because we feel we have to do them or we yeah. should do them. And at least for me, a lot of it comes from, I know when I first started my business a couple of years ago, I was like trying to find all the information and trying to make sure I got, you know, like that analysis paralysis be like, oh, I don't want to do anything until I know exactly how to do it perfectly. Yeah. Um, and so I did that for probably 6 months of just like the preparation stage and found that it was just it ended up making me more overwhelmed. I ended up making more mistakes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. I, building my business off of these expectations that weren't even from me. They were just like free information that I felt was the key to like a successful business and After doing that for a few months, I realized that it just left me feeling irritated and resentful and overwhelmed. And I couldn't figure out why it was because I wasn't a part of my business at all. (laughs) Like I was basically just trying to take all of this information from other people and build a business with that instead of literally what the the gifts and the callings and the blessings that I have to give other people. Mm -hmm. I was completely watering down because I was trying to make it look a certain way because I felt like it should look a certain way.
0: Yeah. So that's great. I mean, that's a pivot, right? Within your own business. It's not like you threw your whole business out. You just said to yourself, I need to pivot to including myself. Um, right. And that comes out of looking at your failures as data, as information, as helpful. You know, I think I was saying to you when we were off um, recording, like obstacles are opportunities, right? Like this, whatever this thing is that you think is like ending everything. It's actually an opportunity, and interestingly, you know, y'all know I'm always quoting my husband on this podcast. So I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> he's not that he's listening, but if he ever does, he's gonna be like, "I knew I was teaching you all this stuff." But he he will do it to me when I'm absolutely pissed off and agitated, and he'll say, "This is an opportunity, Casey. This is an opportunity to whatever." You know, like I I think I spoke in the last episode about fasting in the airport, and he's like, "This is an opportunity to fast." He'll say stuff like that. I'm like. Yes, but I'm hungry right now and I don't really right. want to fast, you know, or whatever. Like that's a minor example, but it, you know, they really are opportunities for you to learn and grow and pivot, right? And you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know you wanted to pivot or how to do it if you didn't have these challenges and obstacles in your way, right? So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's almost a blessing in a way that you felt like you had to do things a certain way because it, Really showed you. Turns out that way doesn't work for me. You know what I mean. That might work for somebody else. It's just not going to work for me and my life, and the way I want my business to be.
1: Yeah, that is such a powerful statement because there's so many times that we let the fear of failure stop us from doing something. Things right, like we're just so scared to make that mistake or be embarrassed or all those things. But literally, without doing that, you would never know how to get to success. And so realizing that it's not. Like failure is not your stopping point. It's really your stepping point stepping stone to the next thing is ultimately how every bus- every successful business owner has built their business ever. They obviously just don't share those parts of the journey.
0: Yeah. I mean, I actually, as you were talking, I was like, wait a minute, failure is the pivot. I'm like, oh, this that just popped into my head because that is yep. it. It's like when you do it and it doesn't work the out the way that, you know, whatever it is, what when it doesn't work out the way that you anticipated that shows you the direction to pivot. It's the, it gives you, it's like the beacon right. that tells you the d- new direction to go or to try, you know? Um, yeah. And that can be really empowering because it certainly takes a lot of pressure off because goodness, trying to be perfect is like the worst. And it just mm-hmm. makes you feel all kinds of bad ways and mm-hmm. puts a lot of pressure on you. And for the most part, keeps you stagnant because you're unwilling to try and learn right you know
1: yeah and this is why i'm like getting excited because this is why i love being a working mom because could you imagine i mean if you think about it this applies to every aspect of your life ever right like as a mom we're scared about ruining our kids as in your health you're worried that you're going to eat the wrong things like and i i love being a working mom because you learn this these giant valuable life lessons in your business i would argue like they're, I feel like they're more obvious in a business, right? You either have income coming in or you don't. You either have clients mm-hmm. or you don't, right? <laughs> like It's yeah. hard to have those like hard cut lines in health and in business. I mean, in, sorry, in health and in motherhood. But once you learn a, a really big life lesson like this in your business, you apply it to motherhood. You apply it to health when it's like, okay, well, obviously this didn't work with my toddler. So I'm going to try this. Or this didn't work with my health. So I'm going to try this. Like It just takes yeah. that pressure off to be this perfect person in these areas that we all seem to sometimes try to be and it turns it into these facts that we can use to to move forward and be better in every area of life
0: well yeah because once you see the point you can't unsee it right so even though i saw that i needed to you know hydrate better because my skin is dry all winter it's like that same thing. <laughs> it's like that's like such a dumb example. I love the examples I come up with on this podcast because I'm just like going off the top of my head. But it's like you know. But that same thing. What that says to me is, oh, it's because I need to hydrate consistently. I need to you know inside and outside my body. Mm-hmm. What's the lesson there? Consistency. Well, I mean that applies to motherhood. That applies to business. Mm-hmm. That applies. It's, it's like every little mm-hmm. like things are so interwoven, and you can apply the lessons across all genres for you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah and not to say i mean i am like rephrasing myself not to say that i think every mom is a working mom but it is cool when you are you know an entrepreneur in the sense of just like building your business and being these like giant life lessons but Casey, you said that perfectly in terms of like seeing that i mean as you said that i was like i my entire body is dry <laughs> so yeah i need to start drinking more water and like you know that kind of thing of just like I feel like life is always giving you little hints and clues of like what maybe isn't working and how to move forward into it just is the, it the design of everything is just so great in terms of just like communicating with you and letting you you can either be like oh man my skin is dry that sucks or you could be like oh knowing that I have the tools to make it not that way
0: <laughs> yeah and then and again it's like once you see you can't unsee so like once you see that right you know, the habit of consistency is helping you in this area. It's like it will also yeah. help you in this other area. And those are the those are the things that you're going to use when you're deciding, am I looking for a pivot here? And if I am, what does that mean for me? Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I was doing a lot of things of late that I felt like I should because I just felt like I was on the cusp of something I was going for. And... Um, Unfortunately, I think I was sharing with you, like losing my father really put a pause on everything in my business life because I have, I I think I've shared here before, I have multiple businesses and my health coaching is only one side. And I also have a real estate business uh, with my husband and I needed to grieve my father. I needed to be a parent. I needed to work my regular job and my real estate business needed some attention that was time sensitive and mm-hmm. i just had to say you know what i'm going to have to put a pause on this other thing while i kind of figure out what that's going to look like and so that's the pivot that i'm in the middle of is sort of reorganizing mm-hmm. my two business options and like yeah. how i'm going to move both of those things forward and there's a lot of thinking about like what what does that look like for me what do i want it to look like in an ideal world and what am i putting on myself from the outside, you know, as far as what do I Mm -hmm. think people think I should be doing? And why does that matter kind of stuff? You know, those are the thoughts that I'm kind of rolling around um, as the new year is approaching. And then I can sort of start fresh on a little bit of a pivoted path in both businesses, you know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in a very similar season um, with just I recently graduated school and and trying to figure it all out too. Yes, it's finally over. (laughs) Um, But it's just interesting of like how these big life, life events and milestones can really make you take a step back and like look around you. And um, this, this next point that I want to make has a lot to do with like knowing your values and boundaries before you make a pivot. So whatever pivot you're thinking about doing or not doing, making sure that whatever you're doing is aligned with, with your values and boundaries, because I wanted to share the eight, thousand dollar plus mistake that i made in my business that i'm hoping that you will not make and it was investing in a coach for all the wrong reasons earlier this summer i had um this goal of of really like building out my group fitness or not my group fitness my i don't know why i said (laughs) my group (laughs) program (laughs) um in hopes of just like really like streamlining and and like rocket shipping it into the moon essentially yeah. And I had came across this coach that promised all of the things um, like almost like word for word. It was just crazy how like I didn't even realize a coach like this existed. Yeah. I was like w- needing very specific help in in a certain area. And she said the very specific things that I was hoping to find. Um, and so I, you know, had a conversation with my husband. I was like, this is what I have to absolutely do. There's no turning back now. Like th- she has all the answers that I need. And I was all in in that program, and it didn't work out for me the way that I hoped. I, you know, months went by, and I started to realize that maybe this is not the model that my business should be built on. Yeah. And I never thought I would. It took me a few months to be like, should I share this? And I really want to, because the more that I share it, the more I'm like, I think every business owner I've ever met, at least in the online space, has done this in terms of investing in someone or something because you thought, you know, you ultimately, I wanted to take a shortcut. I wanted to um, do things uh, based on what she was saying I should do. I wanted to essentially skip the journey and get to the destination. And I paid for it. Like I paid literally thousands of dollars for it. And so I just want to tell you, you know, one, it happens. It's happened to me. And two, you can either, you know, you can, you have this thing that you invested in. And you can either just be, you know, mad or whatever about it, or you can take the meat, leave the bones and move forward knowing that you know now what truly doesn't work for your business and get excited about being understanding that you're one step closer of figuring out what does work for your business.
0: Yeah. I actually love that. I take the meat and leave the bones. I love that. (laughs) I, I have had a similar experience. I've, I've had several coaches over the last few years trying to get my business going. And, um, I have learned something from each one of them, some positive and some negative. And I, this year, invested as well into a certification, I think I've shared her before, that I didn't necessarily need. I just wanted in order for myself to feel more valid looking back now. And... I learned a lot in that program. I learned a lot about the certification, but I didn't even end up completing it because I was so frustrated by the organization of the program. Yeah. Um, But taking that away, I knew a lot of the things that I would never do with a client or in mm-hmm. my business um, and those types of things. And that's valuable, which is, you know, like, that's what I was talking about before. Like, These obstacles are opportunities like that was an opportunity for growth and learning that I would not have ever gotten or maybe it would have taken me 10 years, you know, of small things instead of this like crash course. And, you know, I definitely wish it hadn't cost me $12,000, but, you know, that's where I'm at, you know what I mean? And I actually in this like part of my putting everything on pause and pivoting is like, I went into a little bit of debt for these things over this last year and I decided mm-hmm. that was just not how I wanted to run things. So I've put I put a pause on literally everything that I could and I paid down all of the debt of my business so that everything is wow. zeroed out so that when I go into I mean I'm picking up extra shifts at the hospital. I'm doing all the things to mm-hmm have that like I don't want that hanging over me f- making me feel pressured. I want my business to feel fun and joyful and that I'm helping people. You know, in real estate I'm helping them with places to live and places to vacation and in my health coaching I'm helping you to right. feel better. You know, as a working mom like that's got mm-hmm. all the, you know these issues or whatever. I'm helping you to feel more yourself and I wanted to honor that in myself and I wanted that my business to feel more like me, you know hmm Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's not to say, like, I I have invested in a coach since then, recently, actually. Um, but it was for this coach that I recently started working with was, enti- I mean, all about, like, Honestly, coaching. Like, I don't think I was coached in the other program. It was yeah. just kind of like, okay, here's how you do it. And here's what you need to do. And this time I'm investing in who I am and who I want to be and digging out some of those mindset blocks that i that have been holding me back. And and honestly, kind of undoing some of the fear that I've kind of built from the investment I made, you know, I, I think it was almost a couple of years ago now. And so it just really is not to say that, you know, they're not good coaches out there. Obviously we're both coaches. We know yep. it, it, it is. It's so we know the benefits of being able to work with someone that can pull things out of you that you've never been able to pull out yourself. Yeah. Um, But it is so important to get into that relationship, understanding what your values and boundaries are and not making it out of a, you know, honestly, a scarcity mindset or fear-based mindset or, or, or you know, I, I don't want to speak for you, Casey, but making those things, investments before was all about kind of like our insecurities. And now moving forward, we know how to, make an investment based on abundance and, 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 you know, build our business in a way that is more in alignment with who we are and what we're wanting to bring into this world.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've worked with other coaches that are amazing at what they do um, and they were very helpful to me as well. Um, You know, in that way, I have one sort of on my back burner that you know when I'm in a better place I will work with again because Mm -hmm. like you said that person is pulling out of me what I what I need to see more clearly Mm -hmm. um, and helping me to sort of clarify my message in and what I'm trying to get across and that's really you know I have the skill set to help people. It's not that. It's just about like me, me getting clear on like communicating, you know, what right. I what I want to do. And um, you know, but again, it's like I I the the other uh person that I hired this over the last couple of years that um really helped me with a lot of the like business foundational back end stuff, also very valuable. I mean, it was an incredibly but that was more tasky, right? Um but it was very valuable. So it's not to say that you know there's only one kind of coaching because of you know uh, you can find value in all kinds of different things. And um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean that that pivot is going to be monumental for me in 2024. So I hope anyway. Yeah, um, I'm excited know, because, for you. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna just have things more the way that I want them. Um, and but getting you know using taking my own advice here and like really thinking about why I'm doing stuff what I want things to look like and how I want things to feel, you know, that's Mm -hmm. really like the bigger thing too, is like when you're thinking about a pivot, what do you want the other side to feel like? Um, Mm -hmm. Because it can look all kinds of different ways and bring you to the same feeling. Um, Right. So I think that that's a good, good question to ask. And, you know, I often, I think, you know, I talk lots about my husband and he's a good one for, you know, you know, giving me that like reflection so like one of the questions i wanted to bring up today was you know are you listening to the people around you you know do you have friends do you have business colleagues Do you have family do you have a spouse a partner your kids anybody around you that's reflecting things back to you in a way that can be really helpful in um interpreting your own pivot like in and looking at what you want to do and seeing uh you know, they might be able to off, offer insight that you just, you can't see because you're too in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, exactly.
1: Yeah. And I think it's really important to just earn, like, there's some family members that are like, just don't get it. And they yeah. try to give their advice. But then there's some family members that really know who you who you are. And they they call that out. Like, you haven't been doing, you know, the things you love anymore. Or you haven't been doing, showing up how I know you normally do. Like, there, you know, there's like one advice where you're like, eh, just leave like that. But then there's the other advice of like, oh, they can see that maybe I'm not showing up in a way that's most authentic to me because they know who I am and they know that I might just be distracted.
0: Yeah, and I think though the point there that I would like kind of dig into is like, you know the difference between those two people. Yeah. You know, you can tell and you can let one go in one ear and out the other because you know it's not valuable to you. And the other one, you can allow in chew on it think about it mm-hmm. while you're walking or you know meditating or whatever and mm-hmm. really dive deep into what that person is saying and ask yourself questions around that you know my my husband has brought up to me for the last year you know that certain things i was doing weren't working um mm-hmm. it weren't working for him and the family certainly but also weren't working for me and you know right. he would never tell me to give up on something that i wanted but he was bringing up the points here and there, like you know, you might want to like relook at what you're doing because you yeah. seem kind of miserable. Um, <laughs> yeah. to, you know, so leave it to the husbands to shine the light. It's like a spotlight. It's yeah. not like a little hey, let me help you with that. It's like you know, floodlight on your all your problems. But right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true, and my husband is so good at that too, of just being like, are we sure? <laughs> I like yeah. just going to let you <laughs> and it, it can be really easy kind of like what we talked about earlier even today of just like getting your feelings about it and being like oh you know I, I used to get so offended when he would say things and now I'm like there's probably some truth to that like I need to take these feelings <laughs> out and understand why he's saying what he's saying yeah. and get to the facts. um and the, it's a, I mean they're just trying to like build you up and edify you and, and they just want to see the best out of you and so making sure that you are taking what they say to You know, to analyze, like Casey said, you don't have to take it exactly word for word, but be like, okay, what is coming up here? Why are they seeing this? What can I, you know, discern from the situation to get back to who I know I am and who he knows I am too?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you're uh, often the people around you know you very well. They're, you know, looking at you every day or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, asking them questions too, like getting curious about what do you think I should do here? You don't have to listen Mm -hmm. to them, like you just said, but like just hearing other people's ideas sometimes can spark new ideas for you. And it can just, it might just be the thing that you needed to hear that helps you get to the answer you were looking for. I agree. Yeah. Well, I hope that that was really helpful for you guys today just to kind of, you know, shed a little bit of light on what it means to pivot, what we're kind of going through um, in our businesses and in our families and you know taking this opportunity to look at what you've got going on take a little bit of a deep dive take a hit pause take a little bit of a deep dive into what you've got going on and just think think about it the new year's coming think about are you where you want to be is a pivot right for you and if you need more time to think about it reach out to us in the facebook group drop some questions in there we'd love to go have a little bit of a conversation around pivoting um, because we're both kind of in that space right now. So let us know and we look forward to chatting with you all next week. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there.
1: In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.